0: Can't get enough of
1: the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
2: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that
1: pig. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
2: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go.
1: We do a podcast for you on this glorious Wednesday morning. Al, how's your ass?
2: Oh, hi, Jerry. You know, uh, we were talking about we got a lot of... Uh, a lot of people came by with uh, food for the Very holidays. busy day. Yeah, and you, you know, let you go. Wow, it just feels like I guess we're we're getting really close to the holidays. Yes. So today's day, Jerry, is Wednesday, the thirteenth. Yes, that's correct. Christmas is in twelve days. Correct. There are multiple places online where I was like looking for gift ideas. Yeah. You know, just like oh, I wonder where they're like order today. Uh, last day to order is today for Christmas yeah. delivery. What?
1: Well, that's. So that's what I've dealt with, too, with my little website. Yeah. If you're not. So when I do the calendars, when I buy 500 of them and I have them in my possession, you can order and I can get it out today and you'll probably have it in two days. Yeah. The problem is when you run out of them and then you're using a print provider or making shirts or sweatshirts and we're not buying them in bulk and they're print on demand, you don't control the shipping. So I've pretty much had to cut everything off today. Because I don't know if stuff will get there in twelve days.
2: But I was like looking for something for my nieces and nephews. I yeah. was on the NFL website. They're like order today in order to that get that website. Yeah, like we, like yeah. All
1: right, see that's crazy because like I bought um I bought something for Matthew off Dick's Sporting Goods yesterday. Yeah, arriving Thursday.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't... Like that's a big site. The NFL. Right. What about that... fanatics? And unless, unless they're just using that as a, a ploy to like... To make you pay extra be, for shipping. Or for you to panic and go, oh my God, I got to do this today instead of like going, oh, I'm going to... Well, I'll tell you this. I
1: bought something for Boomer for Christmas
2: and it said the expected
1: arrival date. The, think about this uh, uh, amount of days they gave me. Yeah. This range. Arrival date between December 14th, which is tomorrow... And December 28th. How does that make any sense? That I don't know. Or I could have spent an extra $27 to guarantee delivery by the 21st. So I'm like, no. Right. (laughs) I'm not spending $27 extra. So um, I rolled the dice. Got an email this morning. It shipped already. Right. So why are you giving me a two-week window to make me spend? And I contemplated it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's total crap, Jerry.
1: Yeah, I know. Total crap. But I will tell you, from the print-on-demand side, it's really difficult. Yeah, because you don't control it. So, and it sucks because so, like, I have, I'm at a point now where um, with the calendar, I can have it on a print-on-demand at this point, where I made an alternate version so we could sell some more, which didn't go so well because I also didn't, um, I didn't promote it because I didn't want people to buy it at this point and not sure if they were going to get it. Yeah. I but if I had them myself, I probably could have sold another couple hundred.
2: Right, I don't have them. Jerry, you asked me to uh, take a note, which I did this oh, morning yes, on my telephone, yes. and it said to remind me coffee house.
1: So remember, we were having the discussion about how if you don't drink alcohol, it's there's not a lot of options after going out to dinner to do
2: anything. Yeah, movies. Right, even before dinner, how about we meet for a drink after dinner, Sure, get a drink. If you don't drink, what are you doing? And you were talking about how you'd love a coffee
1: shop, and then maybe you get some live music, and I said it's a wonderful idea, but after they spend $3 on a cup of coffee, how are you making the money? So my sister-in-law was over the other day, and she told me about a place down in South Jersey that I thought of you immediately in this regard. It is a small little... As she put it, it's also where the idea came from. She said, "Coffee shop size, area, or store—whatever you want to call storefront—and what they do is on um, on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and even Thursday night. I think you buy your table for the performance hmm. and bring whatever you want." So I'm not saying, so it's a, they do sell coffee and pastries and stuff like that, supposedly. But if you want to go in there with a bottle of wine and cheese, you buy your table. She said it was like $125. You get the table of, I think she said if it's six people. So if it's, it's 20 bucks a person, basically. And you get the table for the two hours for the performer you're there to see. Hmm. And she goes, the place is packed every Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Is that right? Because it's a fun night out. The performers they've gone to see are lively. Some people are dancing. Some people just enjoying it. Some people are just kind of talking, whatever, and enjoying their drinks. And some people just go there. They buy their table, have coffee and pastries. Other people are there drinking wine. Other people go there, and they're mixing drinks, and they're just having a blast. Now, that's a way you could do your coffee shop and make it lively at night for people that don't drink.
2: Right, regular coffee shop during the day yeah and at night at night serve coffee for sure but you could also bring your own alcohol correct and you're still in an
1: atmosphere where there are people around you've got live entertainment but you don't have to partake and they're not going to sit there and bug you to have a bar tab
0: because you're
1: buying the table for the night i thought it was genius Hmm. why don't we think of these
2: things Well, even if we thought of them, might we be still reluctant to put our money where our mouths are, as they say? I got to tell you. I would. In a case like this,
1: I think I would. I love this. I think it's a fantastic idea. Hmm. I think it's fun. I think it's an alternate way of thinking. It's another way out in terms of going out with friends. And I don't know, aside from, and you're right, aside from going to a bar. Like I always think when we go to Atlantic City. And we go with friends. If you don't go there to see a show and you don't gamble a lot, what are you going there for? Dinner and drinks. That's it. Right. So now you take the alcohol off the table. You're going there for dinner. Well, really, where we live is kind of similar. If you're not going to a bar, you're going to dinner and then doing
2: what? How many times are you go to the movies? So many things. If you if you're conscious of it, so many things revolve around drinking. Uh, almost all of them. Tons of things. And you don't realize it until you are with someone who doesn't drink. And right. then you go, well, that doesn't... Even if they go, like, Gina doesn't drink, and she'll be like, um, oh, did you want... We can go to that brewery you wanted to go to. I go, and you'll do what? Sit there? Like, if, if you're not going to sample the beer, I mean, it's boring. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense. Right. But to not have coffee shops or other things available is weird, too. But like, like you said, you... If it's just a coffee shop, then someone's buying a coffee for $4. And, and sitting there for an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. What are you making? And it also, this idea allows
1: you to do something to where, while you are competing, you're not competing with Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks because they aren't doing this. Right. So if your coffee business doesn't take off immediately because, you know, you've got Rook or Dunkin' or Starbucks, you've got something they're not offering at night. And it makes you unique. I, it just seems like a really yeah. cool idea. Yeah, I like it. All right, where are we doing? I just need to find a spot. By I need the to way, find a
2: place to do it.
1: There are so many spots available. It's insane. There are, lot,
2: there are a lot of strip malls available. Oh my god, you are not kidding. Do you like other coffee drinks other than coffee? I do. Like what else will you? I do. Will um, you partake in? What about a cappuccino? So
1: I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a cappuccino fan. Uh, but it's okay. I don't really order it very often. If ever, Um, although I was tempted the other night when we went to dinner for my mom, Um, I do like and I don't do it more than once every three weeks, maybe even if that like I got my wife that white chocolate mocha, I don't know, latte thing from Dunkin Donuts the other day. It smelled so good. I got myself one. Um, So I, yeah, no, I do. I like iced coffee. I do like the,
2: um, yeah. Are you an espresso drinker? No. Hmm. I just started... I I bought myself an espresso machine last week because... It's Christmas. Why don't you ask your parents? Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Put it on my uh, Santa list. (laughs) Yes. So I buy this espresso machine because... Not that I drink espresso, but I've been enjoying when I've gone out to get an Americano. What's that? Which is an espresso, Mm -hmm. and then you add hot water. And it tastes much better to me, than a regular coffee. Really? Yeah. And I was doing research on this. This started in, you know, in Italy, they don't make coffee. Mm. They make espresso and cappuccino and things. So when the American military was there and they would go to to get coffee, they would give them these tiny shots of espresso. So they would add water to it to water it down a little mm. bit because this taste was so strong. And to make it more like their coffee at home, that the Italians started calling it Americanos. How about that? So that's what I've been doing. I, I got this machine where it makes a shot of espresso, and on the side there's a hot water dispenser. Yeah. Pretty good. How about that? Tasty. Now, can I make espresso in the uh, Keurig or no? No.
1: They don't make espresso?
2: No. It's it's the way that it the water filters through the coffee. But I was started doing research on this, of course. There's a million different, like, the people that are into making espresso are like, into it really into it the the equipment yeah. the 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 grounds the grinds the coffee quality sure. it gets the tools to tamper it down and smooth it out people get really into it that's fun though yeah i'm trying to get into it so um also so when i get my coffee shop jerry i'll know how to make espressos i, I totally hear you and cappuccinos and lattes and they make all sorts of Drinks. I wonder how much you would need to start it. All
1: kidding how much aside, cash? Well, only from the standpoint of you don't need a liquor license. It's a bring your own place, so you don't need a liquor license. Right. You're not stocking food. Correct. So there's not a giant overhead with the food. You're only selling coffee. Mm-hmm. And the pastries, you could figure out a way to get pastries when you open the door. It's really just kind of the build out. Yeah. And then you're advertising, obviously, to let people know, but it's very interesting. Yeah, not
2: a lot of overhead. It doesn't seem like
1: I wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't think so, but then again, next thing you know, you're you're you know $700,000 into something. Like, <laughs> Correct. What the hell just happened? That no one's showing up. And you couldn't, give, do this for, couldn't do this for eight grand? <laughs> and you can't find someone to play the guitar in your place. I actually, I don't think that would be an
2: issue. I think those guys are looking for work. Yeah. I would think. Especially in the Jersey Shore area, very yeah. big for musicians. Popular. Yeah, very popular. Hmm. I got a... Uh, th- you'll not like this, Jerry. So I got a um, a direct message on Twitter from a cardiologist okay, who listens to the podcast every day. Wonderful. Did you think we'd have cardiologists listening to this? Al, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Really? Because this took me by surprise. I think that's awesome. This guy said, daily podcast listener on my way home from the hospital. I'm a cardiologist and heard you discussing your blood work today. You are fine. There is not one goal for cholesterol. I usually look most at LDL. That's the one that was higher for me. But even then, the goals change depending on your individual risk. Having a heart calcium score of zero being in your 50s puts you in a very low risk category. And yours was zero? Yeah, well, when I went to Princeton Longevity, yeah. that was zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was also interesting because remember I said, uh, oh, we should go to Princeton Longevity every year or get this scan every year. He said, uh, uh, also, I would not recommend checking a calcium score every year even if it's only $100. You don't need the radiation. Wow. And you already are in a low-risk category. Checking in three to five years, which is what Princeton recommended. Okay. If you want, but you are already eating well and good enough cholesterol with zero calcium score. How about that? Yeah. So that was nice. I would, I don't remember. I'm actually logging into my email right now. He said, if you have any questions, you and Jerry feel free to message me. That is very nice. You guys bring me enough relief after my long days that I would be happy to provide you some relief from your medical concerns. Isn't that great? I that not, is awesome. I am not a YouTube doctor, <laughs> <laughs> but I am a legitimate cardiologist. I would have liked to have known what he thought of that well, thought of what oh the uh youtube doctors yes good question i can write them back jerry because that to me is very interesting yep we got ourselves a nice cardiologist jerry if i ever need heart work i'm going to this guy i hear you i don't know why i'm
1: if, i'm very surprised i don't my my results are not popping up into my email and i don't understand why
2: if my doctor says i need to find you a cardi i recommend the cardio i say i have one on on uh twitter <laughs> i have a twitter cardiologist you do you that is exactly what you yeah. have right now <laughs> why wouldn't i trust him jerry he listens to this fine program that is you know what you are very you are right that is true i had an apple before and an apple is one of those foods where if you're not home yes and you eat an apple yeah now i've got apple stuck in my in your teeth yeah my front teeth from from doing the biting sure a couple other things will get that for you Okay. um like a beef stick, like a... Yes. You know, like I eat some of those... Uh, and be- think about what we're talking about. Yeah, beef sticks. That's like like dried flesh stuck between your teeth. Yeah. Of an animal. Yep. Ugh. There's certain foods, man. Like chicken wings. If you eat chicken wings, that'll get stuck in your teeth. Like that you is- have to have... You have to have your dental floss available at all times. Right. That is very true. Or you walk around with things stuck in your teeth. <laughs> are you a daily flosser, Jerry? Yes. Only at night though, not during I don't Same. do it in the morning. Um every night and like when I go home, I'm gonna have to floss my teeth because right, I got right, right. I got Apple all jammed up in there. Okay. So what results are you looking for? You had some blood work done? No, I'm looking for my Princeton Longevity. I oh. wanted to know what was the what were we were talking about again? Calcium score. Why don't I see that here? Arteries, how clogged your arteries are. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think yours was a zero, also. I don't remember. Yeah, because you were telling me that you had the arteries of a uh, of a of, a of an elite athlete. I remember her telling me that. I yep. don't
1: see that here, though, in the paperwork. That I don't see.
2: It's on, it's on the paperwork that has the image of a scan. Oh, okay. it's on that one.
1: Boy, you are good with this stuff. Oh, because I just looked. That is impressive. I just looked at it. All right, so this is my visceral fat image, <laughs> which is way too visceral much. Visceral fat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at. Whatever. Anyway, what else? Mm. I kind of really wanted to find this. Yeah. So be it.
2: Are you having problems thinking of things to get people? It sounds like you got boom or something already. I'm, I'm a little um, I having did. a hard time to, uh, what um, to get booms. Yeah, my,
1: my score is zero coronary Good. artery left main left anterior descending left circumflex right coronary artery are all zero perfect so that's
2: great right yeah awesome. that's what you want
1: oh yeah how about that awesome um yeah so i did what i've been struggling with a couple of things recently uh one my wife's gift because i even though we're still together as long as we are and we don't exchange big gifts anymore. I still try to do something that she's going to like. I don't want to just do the old, well, drum, boring. Uh, that, I have no interest in that. So I went to Etsy and I started putting in things she likes and I came up with a couple, but the problem is the timing and the delivery. And so now I'm kicking myself for not doing it a little sooner, but I did find something which I thought was really cool for Boomer on there. I got Gio's taken care of, which is great. Allie's taken care of, and I got to get Marco something, which will probably just be a gift card. In terms of the kids, done. Like they were super. They play golf now. Al, it is so easy now. Yeah, it's insane. My parents taken care of. So now I'm, I'm good. There's just a couple I'm, I'm struggling with trying to find something my wife's gonna like. Other than that, well, that's fine. Doesn't fit. I was having this conversation with Joseph this morning, uh, yesterday, after I picked him up from school. You know, on one hand, you go into, whether it's a restaurant or even if it's just like, a, like I went into, um, not quick check, Wawa the other day. I was getting gas. I ran in for a cup of coffee. They got the Christmas music playing. Everything's decorated. Here we're decorated. I go to Prime Barber Lounge in Middletown. It's all decorated to Christmas. And there's a real great holiday feel. Yet there's no feel that Christmas is literally 12 days away. And I thought... And maybe you agree or disagree. I thought the lack of shopping in stores, like that's the one thing when I think about when I was a kid that made it feel like Christmas was the, for lack of a better term, the rat race of running from store to store and having the list. And I'm looking for this. I don't go to any stores anymore. Yeah, me neither. And it's almost like that part of it has kind of taken away a little bit. I
2: don't know. Yeah, I could see that uh being a thing too. But um I'm just also I think we got so ra- uh wrapped up in in the Amazon world of let me order this today, it'll probably be here tomorrow. That when you go to order something from a smaller business. Yeah. A not week's only, not acceptable. A week's not acceptable and free shipping is not acceptable. True too. Which you're like, "I got to pay for shipping?" I had a guy he was one of the uh, the first, not first
1: calendar, but in the first few weeks of the calendar this year. So going back to September when I first put it out there, he bought it on like a Tuesday. Now, the calendars arrived at my house. I put them up for sale. As soon as I put them up for sale, I went downstairs and didn't realize I, I had plenty of envelopes. I had very few labels left. So I had to order the labels. And ironically enough, I got them on Amazon too, three days, which... Everything else was so quick. Labels were three days. Three days. But I thought it's Tuesday. I'll have them by Thursday night. I'll get everything out Friday. So whatever. sell a bunch of calendars. Like on Thursday morning, a guy's like, hey, where's my calendar? (laughs) So I wrote back. I'm like, whatever his name is. I'll call him John. I'm like, John, thanks for the support. Appreciate you buying the calendar. I'm not Amazon. I do this myself. I promise you, you'll have the calendar by Monday of next week. It's the best I can do. I ran out of, you know, labels. And he wrote back very... But his initial reaction was, hey, I ordered this Where calendar three days ago. Where is it? Yeah. Like, it was a $19 calendar. I'm not stealing your money. I promise you. Yeah. But that the expectation is
2: next day. Right. If not the next day, at the very latest, the second day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially... In, and I am not Amazon, so I did
1: charge the shipping that it costs right. to ship.
2: And so people want it quick. And I understand. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like on the 13th, we're still 12 days away, and I feel like I'm out of time shopping. Right, especially
1: when you probably haven't done a whole lot yet because no. you still feel like you got plenty of time. Right. Yeah, I know. I wonder what more, how bad malls look right now.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how quiet they are or how busy they are. I still feel like some of the malls are busy because no matter when you go to the mall, especially now, I guarantee you if, like by us, the Apple store is at, Freehold Mall.
1: That's the Apple Store,
2: right? That well, Freehold Mall still does well. Yeah, that'll be packed. Yes, like you may have to wait in line to get into the store. I don't think Monmouth Mall does very. I think most of, not most, um,
1: several of their stores have closed. Yeah, the last time I was at Monmouth Mall was two years ago, I want to say,
2: and it was depressing actually. Yeah, yeah, that is sad when a mall, uh-huh. a sad mall, Jerry is. Yeah, very sad at the Christmas. Sure mall. is because you think if you're ever gonna. Live, damn it. It's gonna be Christmas. Yeah, if you ain't making money in December, no. you better close your doors. Correct. Yeah. All right, Jerry. That's, that's all it. I got today. Okay. Let's do the warm up program. We come back here. It's tomorrow, Thursday. Tomorrow is Thursday. Wow. And It'll then be, Friday's the live show. I was gonna say we'll be one day away from the live show. Yeah. That's gonna throw me off too, because then Saturday I'm waking up on Long Island. Saturday traveling back. Wanna go to the Rutgers game Saturday with me? No. On the way back, I'll get your credential, you can sit with me? No. No I got I got to do Christmas shopping, Jerry.
1: Are you alone Friday night?
2: No, Gina's coming. Oh, she is. Oh, never mind then. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm alone. Oh, is that right? I was actually thinking, you know, because the show, by the time the show ends, part of me is like, I should just go home. Oh, drive home, you mean? Yeah, but the, but not with the drinking. I'm, yeah, not, nah. I'm not going to. Relax.
2: Um, get a nice I, yeah. night's sleep. Get up early. I, I want to get up early and drive home. Yeah, well, I have to be at Rutgers at 10, so I will be up and out by 8. Yeah. And means- that's not too early, but. I can't have a lot of beers, otherwise I'm not gonna I'm gonna wake up with a headache. You're drinking Friday night? No, I will have. Here's my game plan: one beer before the show begins, right, right. before I go out, because I need a little bit of a buzz. Sure. And then maybe have a drink after. One beer buzz? <laughs> I will get a buzz <laughs> from one beer. Yes. Wow. Okay. Isn't that crazy? I
1: well, I we all we were talking too. Not nothing crazy, but we're all going to do a good luck shot too before we start. Oof. So maybe you don't drink the beer. Have the shot with us.
2: Okay, that's a good idea. So if we do that, which we'll know
0: Friday at five o'clock if we're doing it. Correct. All right. Sounds good. Fair enough. So, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns.
0: Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
2: Good morning, campers.
0: Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck.
1: I'm confused. All right, guys, it's a couple minutes after five o'clock. It's uh, what's today, Thursday? Wednesday. 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 Nice to have you. The Eddie Scazzeri. Okay. Uh, Aldo. what's
2: up? Oh, how hi, Jerry. The menorah has confused you. Yeah, I don't. He said hit a button. I hit Yeah, the button. But I thought I wanted to turn it off. Uh, well, each night, I believe, you get another button lit, so you only oh, needed okay. to hit one button, and it would have lit the other candle. Oh, I understand. But now I'm not sure how many, what day we're in, so we'll have to get uh, that from the television people. The television people are in charge of that, Jerry, because that's a television... Studio. You want two on the right. <laughs> mm-hmm. One, two. There you go, Jerry. Beautiful. Ba-da-boo. We're good to go. Yeah. What's going on, Al? Not too much. I was uh thinking uh, this morning, you know, with all the love of Tommy DeVito now. You yeah. You know how, like, everybody loves it. People are asking Brian Dayball about comparing him to Tom Brady, all the nonsense. His answer was fantastic, by the way, but yes, go ahead. Yes. He, uh, what he said? he say? He, he said, it's four games. Yeah, it's four games. And I wish I might do this next fall, or I suppose I could start doing it right now. I want to start tracking like week to week sports radio, WFAN. Mm -hmm. Who do we love? Who do we hate? It's so
1: now that's funny you say that because having this conversation with my son yesterday about all the hoopla over Tommy DeVito, he asked me, So is Daniel Jones done? I said, Well, I said, I actually would like to go in tomorrow. And I would like to pull the audio from the Monday after the Giants beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Right. And I want to hear how everybody gushed over, we got our guy. That's what we expected. The Giants finally have their answer at quarterback. And now you fast forward, you know, 12 months, 11 months, whatever it is, 13, whatever the number is. And all of a sudden, Daniel Hu, and after really three games Tommy DeVito has taken the city by storm and what's so interesting about the DeVito thing which I was looking at yesterday he threw for 100 yards before that 32 yard pass to Juan Robinson and that's it. great and I hope he has a great career but it's he didn't throw for 430 yards yeah. and five touchdowns
2: i know it's funny too because if it's a it's a night game where you and i are sleeping mhm and you come in, and if you watch the highlight package, it looks great. And then you look at the statistics and you go, hmm, okay. So I saw in this five minute highlight package all of the hot, like I saw everything. Yeah. yeah, I saw all of his throws, all of yeah. his runs, but s- stretch that out over a three and a half hour game. It's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, it's maybe not a whole lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: now they ran the ball w- relatively well. And, and part of his. Solid night, and I used to say this, I remember I used to do this with you with with Daniel Jones before he um, had the little run that he had and the, and the, the playoff win and everything. It used to bother me when people would be like, he only threw for 190 yards and no touchdowns. Yet he ran for 70 and scored twice on the ground, and I would always say like, well, why is that not, why do we do that? He only threw for 190 yards and no touchdowns, but... In total, he was, he accounted for 260 and two scores. Like, it's almost like if you don't throw for them and you run for them, it's not the same. When in some cases, it's even more impressive that you're doing it with your legs. Yeah. You know, he did run for 70 yards the other day, too. So, part of the 158, you got to tack on the 70, and that was part of the offensive story. So, I'm not taking away from what the kid did. I'm just saying, I'm looking back on it, like, you know, I don't know. He
2: didn't turn into Joe Montana overnight. He had a nice night. They won. Okay, great. You're right. But it's just like in the beginning of the year, it was like Aaron Rodgers. The, he's going to be the savior. We love Aaron Rodgers. Nobody's better than Aaron Rodgers. He's hurt. Zach Wilson comes in and was like, you know what? I think Zach <laughs> Wilson is going to be the guy this I know, year. I know. Then it's like Zach Wilson sucks. Get him <laughs> out of there. And then he throws for
1: 300 yards, mostly in the second half See, on this, Sunday. Right.
2: We knew this kid had the talent. <laughs> if they only let him throw. If the, Then it was like Daniel Jones. Like you said, last year, Minnesota Vikings game, you pull the audio from that Mm -hmm. next morning. Oh my gosh, he's so great. Then, mm, not so great in the beginning of the year, gets hurt. Tyrod Taylor comes in. Hey, you know what? I think this offense (laughs) looks better with Tyrod Taylor. He's moving a lot smoother with Tyrod Taylor. He can throw the ball downfield. I know. I know. Then Tommy DeVito comes in. I'm just waiting for the Tommy DeVito fall. Now, he might be, we might be deep enough into the season where nobody's really expecting him to beat the Eagles twice. Sure. Sure. You know we expect them to beat the the Saints this week. Uh, agreed. So yeah, he might be able to escape it. But you're right. Right now it's like Daniel Jones. So do we really even need this guy? Right. And you are correct with the Eagle thing
1: because that is low risk, extremely high reward. If he goes and loses to the, they lose to the Eagles twice. Okay. I mean that's pretty. That's what they do every year. Right. So it ain't his fault. But if he somehow was the quarterback when they beat the Eagles. Hell, forget once. If they ever beat them twice, I mean, we're going to build a statue for this guy. Yeah. So he's in, a, he's in a really good spot. He is. And that Ram game, by the way, is no gimme either. The Rams are good, and they almost beat the Ravens the other day uh, in Baltimore. So you've got – I do expect them to beat the Saints on Sunday, though I don't think it's an easy game. But I do expect them to beat the Saints – the Eagle games, I don't know. And that Ram game is tricky. And they yes. can't slip up. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, they need to to keep this going and keep it alive. Like, they need to win. They lose Sunday. The dream's over in terms of actually being relevant in the final week of the regular season.
2: As you might say, Jerry, dream dead. Dream would be dead. I wonder, like, up in the Boston area, WEEI, where, you know, those, those years where Tom Brady lost a playoff game or sure. lost the Super Bowl, were they, like, this guy's time might be, it might be time to move on. There
1: was a time, and I think you might, rem- you may or may not remember this. I think Eddie would remember this when Brady and the Patriots in week one or two went to Kansas City and they looked old and they looked terrible. And that was the narrative that, you know what? It's over. I don't, do you remember that, Eddie? And then what they did after that, I think they won the Super Bowl that year. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there was a there was like, well, we see the we see the Chiefs, the Patriots can't run with this team. It's been a great run. It's finally like, we got to move on, maybe after this year. And then they went on and won the Super Bowl. And then another one. And then right. another one. So it is funny though, when you think about like city to city, what's going on. Like right now in New York, we're engulfed in Tommy DeVito. And Zach Wilson's been put on the back burner. And Aaron Rodgers spoke yesterday, and yet there's finally there's no buzz to it. Although I will play some clips because relevant to Zach Wilson. Yeah, I saw nothing. Nothing, which is fine, by the way. In New England, I would think the whole morning and afternoon is about the report that Bill Belichick has done at the end of the season, right? I mean, I don't think they're talking about For Tommy sure. DeVito in Boston. You know, you got all these different si- In Miami, it's all about, is Tyreek Hill going to play this week? What happened to the Dolphins? Is it going to be a little bit of a, of a stumble now? It's just funny how you go from city to city. The topic is just geared towards your teams, and that's it.
2: Right, which is why sports radio is awesome because it's local, local. sports talk.
1: Yeah, it's very local. And where
2: national sports radio is a little tougher to do because you really just have to grab the biggest story from the league, and it. Might not necessarily like we don't care about Tyree Kill if Correct. you're a Giants fan right now. But that, who cares? That's a
1: that's a huge story within the league. Yeah. The fun. The interesting thing about how you started the show though about the the up and down nature. It's the hard part about what we do is you come on the air right after these games and you have to react to what you see. But the up and down flip flopping nature of what we do is comical. And you know a lot of people. I don't know. Funhouse does this where we have so much fun with Colin Cowherd or Mike with, this guy's not going to be any good, don't go get this guy. We all do it. We're all wrong. But they do it on a, on a huge stage, I suppose, and they're big personalities, so it's fun to highlight them. But we're all wrong
2: yeah. all the time. I know. I think Gio was bringing this up yesterday, too, about we, we, we all make predictions and are always wrong. Always wrong. And yet, when we make our next prediction, we think, We got this figured out now. And we don't know anything. Nothing. Nope.
1: Nothing. No. I saw, you know, artificial intelligence is now becoming a big thing. Oh, yes. So I saw one of these websites where do your, NF. you know, not just NF, do your sports betting with AI, where they take the guessing out. And so there's one, I'll show you during the break, there's one specific website that I saw that I wanted to see how much they charge. I was very curious. And then I was looking at the success rate. Of the of the gener- um, the way they generate their opinions and their picks, it was like fifty one percent. Okay, yeah, that's nothing. You know why? Because they're human beings playing the game, and you don't know what the hell is going right. to happen.
2: Right. A robot, yeah, a robot would not be able to know Correct. for sure how a human is going to behave at a particular time in a particular game. Right. Can't take into
1: account injuries. Can't take into account what's going on a guy's personal life if it's going to affect him on the field. Like you can look at all the numbers you want. And I guess 51% is better than 45%, but at the end of the day, I I actually expected the number to be like in this, because it was, you know, they were touting this whole AI yeah. thing. I'm thinking, wow, this guy's, if this service is in the 60s and 70s, they're going to blow 51%. Yeah, no. That's, that's a, like flipping a coin.
2: Exactly. Maybe that's what the robot AI robot's <laughs> doing. Maybe. <laughs> Never know. Flipping the coin there, Jerry. Um, do you make anything of this Rob Sala thing? He was asked about the the report out of Utah that the Jets have already told Zach Wilson he's being traded in the offseason. Rob Sala's response was, "My conversations are to do everything he can to get ready to play a football game, and as far as all that other stuff, that's I'll leave that up to Joe."
1: Yeah, I no, I didn't. You don't see make it. anything. I only, of it. Well, I didn't see it number one or hear mm-hmm. it yet. I gotta. Mm-hmm. We didn't roll on it, so I gotta go get it. Um but I also think that's the right answer. Yeah. Not so, my that's not what I do with Zach Wilson. I'm here to coach. Whatever's gonna happen personnel wise, go talk to Joe Douglas. Don't bother me with that. I, I I again I only read it, so I don't know how he looked, if he looked shaken or I don't know. I wouldn't read too much into it though.
2: You know when a coach goes uh go talk to the GM. But yeah. is the GM available to be talked to?
1: Uh, I, well, so I think you can, here's what I would say. If I cover the jets. Yeah. Like if
2: you're the reporter ask that question and Rob Sala goes, uh, go ask Joe that. I think
1: if I'm Rich Cimini or Mark Canazero, do I think I could send Joe Douglas a text or an email for a a comment on this report? Yes. Doesn't mean he'll go back to them. Nope. But you can absolutely send send that inquiry. I don't see why not.
2: Cause maybe I, I just finally figured this out. Maybe that's why we ask all the coaches the questions that aren't their responsibility because sure. at least they're just standing there in front of us mm-hmm. and we can say something to them.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that that's for sure the case, but I do think you can get to him without him having to be in front of microphones and a scrum of reporters. Yeah. I would certainly think so anyway.
2: And then uh, with the Jets playing the Dolphins this week, not only is uh, Tyreek Hill's ankle situation yes. bad, Jerry, I saw they lost their center. Yeah, Connor Williams.
1: Yeah. And he's done for the season with a torn ACL.
2: Yeah. And that that's the correct. dude who snaps the ball to Tyreek, uh, to uh, Tua. Yeah. Tua! No, I, I totally understand. Absolutely. <laughs> Tua's going to have his hands on a different person's butt. S- Center's an
1: important position. Yes. Very important position.
2: They have to do that thing, Jerry, where they hold the ball down and point at the same time. <laughs> yes, they do. They look up. They point. They've got the ball. hmm they got to have the exchange. they got to be able to snap shotgun without being nervous. Yep. That is very true. I know know. I mean, this is a big game this weekend. Who sits over the center? Oh, come on! No, no. I know it's a nose tack. Okay. Who is that on the Jets? Do we know? Top of my head, I have no idea. Man, that guy's that guy's got to be feeling extra confidence. Yeah, like, a new really. center on here. Yeah. I'll just shove this guy these wherever whatever are, I want. These guys are pretty good. I'll just push this new center around. That's what I would be like. I would double team him. We <laughs> bowl him right over. What guy, about right the guards? To Tua. What do they do? They're gonna help block. What? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> that so, does suck to be the center. You have the center and then block. That's why when you've got a good one, yeah, they're invaluable. Like that there's should a lot be, going on. Like that should be the pay scale in the NFL should be based on your responsibilities. So you're the center. You should be paid more than the lineman because they just aren't ready to. Engage. But the left tackle protects
1: the blind side for the quarterback. So a lot of people think he's the most important piece on the offensive line, which is why the left tackle usually makes the most money. Because mm, the center's touching the ball on every play. Oh, he is. And I you can make your case that yeah. he's as important or more important than anybody on the line. But the mo- the highly paid linemen are left tackles. Or if you're a lefty or right tackle, lefty quarterback or right tackle.
2: Remember we talked about uh, becoming agents, Jerry, ourselves? What if uh, we, briefly. Yes, briefly. I would be an agent just for centers. And I would go into the GMs. and would be like, this guy's touching the ball every play. All right. So when are you going to start this? When I retire. When you retire. Yeah. Well, that's coming up soon. That's 60. So, 60. That's when six you're going to start years. a new business. Then I'm going to go into the uh, you're gonna agency go to the, business. You're going to be going to the
1: uh, the Combine? <laughs> yes, I am. You're going to be going to the, uh, the, <laughs> yes, going to the uh, East-West Shrine game or well, whatever just, that's called. I'm just focusing on centers. <laughs> No, I know, but you still got to go look at them. You're going to be traveling all over the... You, you'll be traveling to Baton Rouge to take a look at, like... You know,
2: sophomore centers in college, big beefy centers that I might want to represent for the NFL. Here's an idea. First client, Schwartz's kid. Definitely, (laughs) he'll be ready by the time
1: I'm uh, retiring. And he's a long snapper, not just he's. Mm -hmm. I don't think he actually plays center. I think he's just a long snapper.
2: I'd probably start off just working with centers, and then as my business grew, I'd go into long snapping. How about interior linemen, guards, and centers? Because the tackles make the money.
0: Yeah, I think you should extend.
2: The guards and centers. And I can call my agency, stop it with the offensive line. Or something like that. (laughs)
1: It's a little long. (laughs) That would be so ironic. Yeah. If you, after all these years, were so tired of taking offensive line calls, Became an offensive line agent. Sure would. <laughs> that would be tremendous. <laughs> Jerry,
2: would you mind when we return if I gave you a fraudulent five? I've got a bit of a... It's, as it, long as the Eagles aren't on the list or the 49ers aren't on the list, that's fine. It's kind of juggled a little bit here. I hadn't it's had any... juggled. No, no, there's there some weeks I don't do it because there's no movement really in it. Okay. But I had some movement this week. So we will do that. Okay. That's coming up on the other side of this break. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan.
1: All right, 25 after 5. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock on a football the Wednesday, seasons, a baseball Wednesday. a call it whatever the hell you want. A lot of basketball I'm stuff from last night, too. Oh, by the way, a couple of ejections we will get to. Um, coming up now, it's week. We're going into week 15. Wow, week 15 in the National Football League. Now, this list has changed from time to time. As he said before the break, sometimes no movement. You never know. But we are hearing that there's lots of movement this week, and so we present to you Al's fraudulent as the five favorite
2: teams. Thank you, Jerry. These are teams I'm currently rooting for, like legitimately. I see them on the screen, I'm rooting for these teams. I'm considering purchasing some of their their wares, their hats, their shirts, their hoodies, this sort of thing, Jerry. And as you said, some of these teams will be consistent. Others may be new to the list. Some have come, come and gone over the years. Number one, though, Jerry, I'm riding high on this bandwagon from back in the late '70s and early '80s. Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I hope I'm so. here with Dak Prescott for MVP. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I'm here for it. I'm here for the Cowboys making a run in the playoffs and going to a Super Bowl. Number two, the opponent I would like to see them in the Super Bowl against. I'm rooting for the Miami Dolphins. Still, even with that choke job the other night? Yeah. All right. Uh, They they get a little bit of a pass. You do a choke job again, although this time against the Jets. Uh, I'm going to have a hard time rooting for them. Number three, Jerry, because they're one of my favorite teams, and they are in first place, albeit in the very terrible (laughs) NFC South, the Tampa (laughs) Bay Buccaneers, You're back on Baker Mayfield. I'm back on the, the Buccaneers. The, you know what we're going to get,
1: and you're going to have a problem. What's it that? It is very possible that we get a cowboys Bucks playoff game again. Mm. Please, third straight year.
2: Is that right? It's possible. Very possible. i would be rooting for the Cowboys because they're my number one. Okay. Number four, Jerry, and they have not been on the list this year at all. Cincinnati Bengals. Right. They've got their own Tommy DeVito out there. They do. Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Yeah. Although I have no idea whether he's Italian or if he's from the Cincinnati area. does it matter. It doesn't matter, though, does Jerry. Matter. And finally, number five, the New York Giants. <laughs> because I'm all in on this Tommy DeVito situation. I know you are. And I know that's two teams in the NFC East. Yeah. But one's a Super Bowl-looking team. And one's for fun, Tommy DeVito style. So I've got Cowboys, Dolphins, Bucks, Bengals, Jerry, and the New York Giants. I will tell you, I don't hate it. You don't hate this, I, I don't hate it. No, it's okay. You're going to hate it when Brock Purdy shows back up on this list oh, at some point. Oh, I'll tell you. Right? Come on now. Because that's going to be wrong. Here's when they. Here's when it
1: can't be on the list. When the Cowboys play the Niners in the NFC Championship game. No, then they I'll be... They both better not be on the list. I will be hating them then, Jay. Oh, okay. Sure we will. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the way it lines up right now... Well, not right now, but the way I think it's going to line up. Yeah. My guess is the Eagles will win the NFC East, even though the Cowboys right now are the leaders by tiebreakers okay just looking at the schedule it makes sense that the eagles probably end up winning the nfc east the cowboys will end up being the five seed as the first wild card and the bucks likely to win that division will be the four so your first round matchup for the third year in a row will be cowboys and bucks this time so the first year was in tampa last year was in dallas this would be in tampa again
2: why would oh tampa would get it because they're the winners division winners
1: they might go eight and nine
2: and have the home game yeah, get a home playoff because they won the division. Correct. Are you allowed to wear throwback uniforms in uh, playoffs? I don't know the answer to that. My I, guess is you could try your choice, but I don't know. If you put those bucks in those creamsicles for a playoff game, that could be Based a problem. To,
1: if you suck, you suck, and they're not good. That could be a problem for the guys. I don't think it'll area. be a problem at all. I wish they really would go back to not go back to. I, there are certain things to me that are so simple yet not done, and it it drives, like, the Hall of Fame thing with the logos drives me crazy in this day and age of free agency. Put all the logos on a hat as opposed to one. And, like, the NFL playoffs, I understand that winning the division is difficult, and so you're rewarded. Enough of being rewarded with a home game, though. How about you get rewarded by you automatically qualify for the playoffs? Because a team like, like, even last year, the Bucs with Tom Brady won the division at 8-9. and Uh, Would they win the division? Yeah, I guess they won the division, right? I think so. So how did the Cowboys play them in Dallas then? I'm confused now. Did the Cowboys win the
2: division? No, I don't believe they did. I don't remember NFL seasons. No, the Eagles won the division.
1: Season. I don't either. I'm getting it all confused. But I, they should it's it's fine to be in the playoffs. I don't think you should be rewarded with the Correct. Game. I don't think. But
2: I like the idea of just taking the NFC and just picking the top, you know, going by record only. Yeah, I agree. I don't like these like mini divisions within the divisions within, oh, well, within the conference
1: i do like it in terms yeah i mean you keep rivalries in play though yeah i mean i know what you're saying um but i think the idea of having the divisions is you get to see certain teams every year the way you do twice a year if you did what you're saying cowboys eagles all of a sudden would i don't want to say go away but it would be diminished if you're only playing them once a year or maybe some years you skip who knows the way they do the cross conference games now um, but I do like the divisions,
2: but I understand what you're saying in terms of playoff race. But it also feels like, like other divisions like the NFC South have no interesting rivalries. Even though they play each other Agreed. twice a year, right? Yeah. There's just nothing. Not well, And They're all part of that is they're terrible, right? That now. could be that they're all terrible teams. I mean, those teams are awful. Yeah. Jerry reports out of uh the Boston New England area have uh have come out strongly that say um Robert Kraft made his decision as we thought he, as there were rumors were that if the uh, Patriots went to Germany, right, and lost to the Colts, which they did, that uh, Bill Belichick was cooked in New England. Yes, and the very um, uh, good reporters up there, people the that good have reporters well, I mean up like, there. <laughs> I mean, like people, I couldn't think of the proper term. That People was with very solid, long reputations, right, for being good reporters. Jerry. Okay have it that that did seal Bill Belichick's fate and that they're, he's not going to be fired, of course, during the season because they want to do some sort of trade situation mm-hmm. in after the season with another team. I could see that. What could you get? And for he a, probably knows that, too. Yeah, that's what I think. He has to know that. What could you get for a Bill Belichick?
1: Like, what could a team... I'd see that the, the issue for me would be his age. Anybody that gets Bill Belichick right now is not going to get him for 10 years. I don't think, right? He's 70. Is that right? Mm, sounds about right. Or is he younger than that? Hold on. Bill. Jerry, he's 43. Just Google he it. He's not 43. Oh. Bill Belichick will be 72 when next season begins. Oh. So my guess is any team that gets a Bill Belichick, you're looking at, this is probably, remember Rick Pitino was not here, and he was talking about, he knows this is his last big run. So any team that gets Bill Belichick, you're going to get the. Five years out of him is that fair that that would
2: be a lot i think that gets him to 77 that seems
1: like a yeah, lot. yeah yeah um people are younger older these days but yes that would take him to 77 I, I don't know i mean i think five years ago you get a first round pick for him easy i don't know what this you don't stage think you get a first round pick i for don't Bill know. Belichick? Hmm. i don't at 72 years old yeah. do i think you get a second round pick yeah I don't know about a first-round pick. Because remember, too, a team that's going to want to hire Bill Belichick is going to be a bad team, you would think, that's going to have a high draft pick. So are you going to give up, let's say, a top-10 pick to get us to bring in? I know he's a legend, but a 72-year-old head coach who, without the quarterback,
2: looks very not great. Or if you're Bill Belichick, knowing this is your last run here. Yeah. Do you want to go to a team? You know, Boomer always brings up the Chargers. Sure, who have a quarterback in mm-hmm. place. Is that a better spot than the Bears? Yeah, or Washington. Yeah, somebody who's let's say let's say Bill Belichick goes or Caleb Williams goes. You have no idea what he's going to be as a pro quarterback, and then then uh, Bill Belichick is going to go out with a a crummy situation.
1: You're right. And, and even if he's not a crummy quarterback, it might take him a couple of years to get there. Right. As we just said, 72, he doesn't have time to wait. Uh, that's a great question. I would Here's what I would think. If I'm Bill Belichick, I have to go to the place that's going to give me the quickest way to win.
2: And beautiful weather, Jerry, Los Angeles. Well, I, I don't disagree with that that well, thought either. I'm Bill Belichick. Here's what I'd say. I'll go to this, the Chargers, but you got to move me back to San Diego. It's lovelier there LA's fine He can live in Santa Monica
1: He'll be doing just fine Right there where Burkhart lives It's pretty good It's fine It's fine That's Mm. for damn sure Mm. Yeah, that's a good question San Diego or LA could be Could be the perfect place for him Could be a spot Yeah, although it would look weird Him there Yes Him at Soldier Field makes sense Him in Washington makes sense But when you're talking about the quarterback Do you believe in Justin Fields? Is Sam Howell really the guy in Washington? No yeah, I mean, although I will tell you, Sam Howell looks a hell of a lot better than Mac Jones.
2: Correct. So, I don't know. You know, you talk about the, would Bill Belichick look weird out there in Los Angeles because he's like a cold weather. Mm-hmm. He's a cold weather looking guy. It's like I know Tom Coughlin was in Jacksonville. Yeah. But then he came to the Giants. And once he was with the Giants, he became cold weather guy. Red cheek guy. <laughs> red nose, red cheeks. Like, it would be weird to then see. He looked apart. Yeah, he looked apart. I agree. Old guy in the – man, those games in the freezing cold where he looked like his nose was going to fall off. So basically you're saying these guys have the ability to adapt. So when
1: Belichick goes to L.A., we got used to seeing him in shorts and tank tops. Right. Oh, Yeah. That's a bad look. The hoodie goes away because now why do you need a hoodie? You wouldn't. Not in a dome. Not at SoFi Stadium. You only break out the hoodie when you're on the road in a cold-weather city.
2: Do you like a head coach who in the cold – bad weather, is out there in not a lot of clothing? Or do you like to see a guy all bundled up? No, I like to see a coach that knows what the
1: hell he's doing and has a team that's playing well. So you I don't, don't care. care if he's there in skivvies. It doesn't matter to me. As long as the team is prepared and they're playing well, don't care. Now, if you're asking me my preferred look, yeah, I'm old school. I like the head coach in a suit. Ooh, Man, you could institute that. The days of Dan Reeves and Tom Landry walking the sidelines. I oh, like. Yeah. I don't care for this Coach in a sweatsuit.
2: <laughs> yeah, very casual. Coach, it is casual. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't. Mike McDaniel's got the pants on
2: that stop at his ankles. <laughs> when uh, when Jimmy Johnson took over for yeah. Tom Helanji, he wore collared shirts. Okay, so he went collared. Shirt. Yeah. So he dressed it da- he dressed yep. it back, but he wasn't wearing a uh, sweatshirts. No, I don't I don't remember
1: Jimmy track Johnson suits. wearing tracksuits. He wore collared shirts on the sideline. With the cowboy logo. And yes, absolutely.
2: He's dressing like a broadcaster. Um I feel like that's Broadcasters
1: what you wear. no, no. You Bro- wear shirt and tie? Depends on where I'm at. It, it, at if I am courtside, shirt and tie, hundred percent.
2: What about when you do cowboy games at A T and T stadium? Oh, shirt and tie. Oh yeah. Danny White wearing a shirt and tie,
1: full suit, full suit, full suit. I've stopped bringing the jacket, so I will now. I instead, um, I go with the North Face jacket or um, the Patagonia, the Patagonia jacket over the shirt and tie. Mostly because I learned after doing a lot of these games, as soon as you get into the booth, the jacket gets tossed. So what am I wearing? why am I packing the jacket? Then you got to worry about it getting wrinkled. So slacks, shirt, tie, and a nice Patagonia jacket over it. Stylish. Yes. And is it Patagonia? I know I have one Patagonia one, but Compass Media Networks gave me one, which is phenomenal. I'm like, I thank them because that's where I got the idea from. That over the shirt and tie looks really good. Oh, yeah. And it's more—it's just more comfortable, too. And stylish, Jerry. And stylish. But the broadcasters are dressed better than the coaches now. Yeah. and that's, I don't care for that either.
2: I'm with you. Let's go shirt and tie
1: baseball announcers go uh collared shirt yeah yeah like Gary Cohen yeah. will be in the SNY yeah they're dressed down and I actually think too in a lot of cases from what I'm told khaki shorts in the summer what I believe so
2: it's weird to see men sometimes in khaki shorts yeah, you see like Gary name. Cohen in khaki shorts. I'm not
1: saying know. I'm not saying the Mets I'm saying I've heard that there are broadcast teams in baseball that go khaki shorts and collared shirts Midsummer. Not in the not in the fall, not in the spring, but when it's hundred degrees out, it's a little loose. Did Paul O'Neill
2: ever come out of his basement or is yes. he still there? No, no, he did. He did games. Oh, he did. Yes. He, he did games in the stadium. He, he was back okay. at the stadium this year. Yes. Wasn't sure. He's out of his basement. Okay, good. Quick break. Good we,
1: we got a lot more to do. A lot more to do. And only twenty minutes to do it in. Then Boomer and Gio coming up at six right here on the fan. One, two, three, four, oh. bear, dare, bear. bear. I thought this was Will Smith's kid song. Come on, come on. Oh, meet me at the spot. Or no, 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 no. I can't, uh, I can't think of it with another song playing. But uh, Will Smith's kid has a song that sounds just like that. Is movie. that right? Yeah, very much so. The girl or the boy kid? Uh, Willow Smith. Willow. Yes. All right. Hold on. I want to see. We, can you play real quick? All right, Jerry. Um, can you play the beginning of that song again real quick? This one I'm playing right now? Yes, because then I want you to get... All right, so now you're on Spotify, right? Yeah. Now can you get me Transparent Soul by Willow Smith? And tell me if it sounds the same in the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm. See if I
1: actually have this right. Transparent
2: Soul. Yes. All right, Jerry, here you go. Wow.
1: That's the same beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, wow that
2: is pretty close <laughs> now, i know they're just drum beats let me see but... when this uh song by the hives came out that was the one i was playing my goodness her Jared. song was I'd
1: 2021
2: all right i'll have to i'll have to google that during the break I yeah don't know. That, is, that is some <laughs> rip ripoff <laughs> stuff certainly, right there it sounded like it didn't it yeah <laughs> jerry this uh an interesting story i find it interesting at least i love uh sports media related items Mm. about Al Michaels. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw this. Now, last year, Al Michaels did a playoff game with Tony Dungy. And seemed disinterested. As you could imagine, that was a total bore fest. Yeah, it was. Jags Chargers. I guess it was a, I don't remember it being an exciting game, but it was. Well, yeah, the Chargers blew that huge lead. And the Jaguars came back and won. Yes. And I guess uh, people were criticizing Al Michaels and Tony Dungy for being boring and, uh, Lacking enthusiasm? Yes. Well, Al Michaels was uh, told by the New York Post, uh, they, they, I guess they went looking for a response for him and said, uh, oh, you're uh, you're no longer doing playoff games for NBC. What do you make of that? And he said, it's in my deal. Where are you hearing that from? That's part of my deal. Are you hearing something that I'm not hearing? But evidently, uh, the Tarico chris collinsworth team mm-hmm. is going to get two playoff games because there's three of them fine they're they they're the number they're the one team. yes and then the second the third game is going to go to noah eagle and todd blackledge all right good for them what i don't understand about this and he says it's in
1: his deal like the my first thought reading this was you jumped to amazon right for the money correct so like why would you even be included? But if he's saying it's in his contract, then they're going to owe him a lot of cash to not do a game. Yeah. So I I would need, I don't know. If it's in his contract, they're going to have to pay him. Right. That's the way that goes. But to me, it's a non-story because he's the Amazon Prime Thursday night announcer right. now. He's not to me, he's not NBC anymore.
2: Right. How about this? Solo Tony Dungy. Oh god. How about not calling a game, Jerry? Oh. Would you be could I interest you in that? No, but I'll tell you this. If the game's good, still watching. <laughs> Correct. Now, one of those NBC games, they get three playoff games this year. One of them is on exclusively to Peacock. Oh, come on. Isn't that crazy? For real? A playoff game.
1: Oh, that's going to be a sign-up-and-cancel deal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was also wondering, like, I if wonder... I need to. I wonder if that's going to be a situation where, because some of the networks will do this, some of the streaming things, they'll be like, this is a free game and then the entire game is like promos for what peacock has to offer so then maybe you're like and that would be fine this peacock sounds interesting and if that's the case that would be totally fine by me that peacock doesn't seem like it's really all that
1: great oh it's nbc right isn't peacock nbc yeah so like the paramount plus is cbs and i will tell you we live with it now that you like love it um if i was an NBC, like is law are all the law and orders on it Probably. Because if there are shows that you've liked, then to me it's very comparable to Paramount+. Plus.
2: Like, I wonder, is The Office on there? Because people love The Office. I would think it has. To, I don't know, but I would think those yeah. shows
1: should be and are, but I don't know.
2: Because they're not on Netflix anymore. Okay. So maybe they are exclusive to Peacock.
1: You would think. If they own the properties, you would think. But, I, but I'll tell you, on Paramount+, Plus, I don't believe... Oh, there's one of the NCISs that's not on it, I don't think. NCIS New Orleans? I forget. There's one of them... Which is baffling to me because they own the show.
2: Yeah, they must have made some sort of distribution oh, deal with somebody
1: else. NCIS L A, with uh, L O Cool J. That one you can't find anywhere, or at least not on Paramount Plus. Hmm. So, but I mean, it depends on what game that is. You know, like that. I could be in a situation where I got a Rutgers game, and I don't even care about the the streaming of the playoff game. But it's a little bit of an inconvenience. Yeah,
2: you know what's weird too with those streaming services like uh, Peacock and uh, Paramount Plus, they'll be like. Uh, six ninety nine a month with ads, yeah. or eight ninety nine with no... Who's not paying the two extra dollars? Uh, Paramount Plus is more than eight ninety nine. It is. Yeah, I believe
1: it's. I believe it's might be sixteen. Twelve ninety nine. What? I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I, I happily pay it because I think it's outstanding. Really? Yeah. 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 I don't. I will never. If there, if you're offering me a service where I pay. And have commercials. Yeah, that I'm not doing. Yeah, I'm not doing I that. I believe Paramount Plus is eleven ninety nine a month. That's what I pay. Commercial free. Right. All good. Right. But with commercials, maybe it's six ninety
1: nine a month. If they even offer that. I'm not yeah. sure if they do I think or they, they don't. Do. They they might. And real quick, and I just correct correct the Cowboy Buck thing because it was driving me nuts. What were you
2: saying earlier? Well, I
1: had the Cowboys and Bucks in Arlington in my head, and I don't know why, because they played in the playoffs, but the Bucks won the division at eight and nine. They opened the season in Arlington last year. So the Cowboys played in Tampa the year prior in the playoffs. Then the Bucks went on and won the Super Bowl. cowboys Bucks opened the season in Arlington last year. That's that's what I was thinking oh, okay. of. And then the Cowboys beat them in Tampa before they went on and lost in San Francisco the following week in the divisional round.
2: All right. That was the big Thursday night season opener, cowboys Bucks. right? I, I,
1: if it was Thursday night, yes. I believe it was. But it was, it was in Dallas, and that's what was getting me very confused.
2: I see. So, yes. Did you see this news, Jerry, of uh, New York Mets' Ronnie Mauricio? I did. Tore his ACL yep. in an off-season Dominican winter ball. Yep. So it may cost him all of next year. It might. It's certainly possible. I mean, it's, uh, what is it, December now?
1: It is December, yep. So I I would guess you'll probably see him in September, nine months. Wow. I mean, I... And He was supposed to be battling for the uh,
2: third base job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the good news is he's 21 years old. I mean, he'll be fine. And it then just I, sucks. I saw Howie Rose tweeting about this, and he thought perhaps the Mets might be interested in a reunion with Justin Turner. Okay, with that injury coming down, it's interesting. I like Justin Turner. Isn't Justin
1: Turner like 50 by now?
2: <laughs> I feel like he's been around <laughs> I know. forever. He's got that red beard; it makes he's him look, y- look young. Got to be in
1: his mid 30s at this point. Yeah.
2: Doesn't he? I guess. Just I feel under, like when I'm he left, say
1: thirty six.
2: I feel like when he left the Mets Dude, he's thirty he nine. Thirty nine. Yeah. And he still yeah. has that orange beard?
1: Uh yes, he does.
2: Maybe I believe I believe he's married to a Playboy playmate. I mean I think. And you're gonna tell me, Jerry, if that redheaded bearded fella wasn't a major league baseball player, he's getting a Playboy model. <laughs> he's no such, chance. You're <laughs>
1: such an idiot. He just turned thirty nine, so his his year thirty nine will be the twenty twenty four season, hmm. but I don't know. Was he? I, I, hmm. I mean, he had a decent season with the Red Sox last year.
2: So he went from the Mets. He went to the Dodgers. Yeah, or he went good? to and had a had a really yes, good he a career in L A. with yes, the Dodgers. He yeah, he did. But then now he's uh, well, went to the Red Sox. But
1: I thought the Mets didn't want him. Yeah, why didn't they like? I him? I
2: don't know. I'd have to go
1: back and revisit that. But I thought there was like a specific reason why they didn't want him around. Right now they're going to bring him back. Now, it's new ownership, so it's possible. Right. Um. Uh, 39. I mean, I guess, you know what? If you've got Brett Beatty and you're expecting him to be your third baseman, a guy like Justin Turner there to push him a little bit, and when you need him, spot start him, pinch hitter at this part of his career, I can't imagine you'd sign him to be the everyday third baseman at, at 39. But, yeah, I mean, why not? What the hell? I'd Bring like to see back.
2: him go to the Yankees just so you have to shave his orange beard. Why do you think there's not a lot of redheads? <laughs> why is that a weird thing like why is that in our genes every once in a great while you get a redhead i have no ask evan i don't know i will ask evan because evan i'm sure has explored this it's a a recessive gene you think evan has explored this do you think he's googled like why am i a redhead maybe (laughs) god help me
1: (laughs) what i'd love to know Artificial intelligence getting a chip in your brain would be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. To know like, what goes on in there.
2: That's just a weird thing about nature. Like we, every every once in a great while, you get a redhead. When you say, and I don't understand this. You say recessive gene. That means it can
1: it can pop up anywhere, essentially. Yeah. Do you, you do you think I'm being serious? Yeah. Man and a wife have a baby. Neither one of red
2: hair. Do you think the husband's like yeah. That's not mine. Correct. That's probably happened. Oh, yeah. And the doctors probably have to go, listen, you could both have the redhead recessive gene. Cuddling with a redhead. You're
0: forcing yourself on me. <laughs> I don't want you. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, Chris. <sighs> Thank on, you. On that note, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence. We talked about NBA ejections. So is she. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I got 45 seconds left. The guy's standing by. What else,
2: Al? Jerry, a fella named Como on Twitter reached out to me and said, Sandy Alderson's the one who didn't like Justin Turner. Oh, okay. There you go. I heard he didn't like any redheads. (laughs) Didn't care for Evan. Wanted to revoke his Mets season tickets. It was a whole thing, Jerry. (laughs) I don't think that's true. Well known in the baseball, MLB. Evan's a good customer. Circles. Okay. If Evan had to drop Mets tickets or Nets tickets, which do you think? Nets tickets. Nets? I think he li- he loves
1: the Nets, but he lives and dies with the Mets.
2: And he gets to score those games. He
1: does score those games, yes. You don't score basketball games, right? Uh, Fans yeah, don't. I mean, do you that. can
2: keep a shot chart, and I think
1: he has in the past. I do. He, shot chart. WFAN, I think he has shot yeah. charts. WFAN.
0: WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the Free Odyssey app.